Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is Aaron's. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at Aaron's. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome in, everyone. Another edition of the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. This is going to be a bit unique. We taped a television podcast for Christmas Day. Myself and Matt Humans, which you'll hear just in a moment. So that will be in your feed as this week's podcast. We talked about the New Year's Six games. We talked about the college football playoff where we gave strong and vindicated sides for both games. Not really. And, of course, we talked about our other best bets. So we appreciate all those who listened to our first podcast. Got off to a pretty good start. Hopefully we keep the momentum rolling here in bowl season. We will have another podcast, just a little housekeeping for all of you, on December 26th. Myself, Matt Newmans, will get together. We will do a podcast looking at the bowl games from December 27th through the 30th. Uh, maybe revisit some of the games after New Year's, and then we'll get together and we'll get you set for the national championship as well. So this edition is going to be on the New Year's Six and the college football playoff. Myself and Matt Humans, as I always say, and we appreciate all the support throughout the football season, if you wouldn't mind, giving us a review, whether it be iTunes or on Spotify, four stars. Well, that would be nice. Or actually five stars, because you can do max of five stars, so that would be preferable. But whatever you feel like, uh, subscribing would be great as well. The VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. So, without further ado, enough of my blabbering. Well, you hear me a little bit more here in just a moment. Myself, Matt Humans, a, uh, a condensed television size, 41 minutes, taking a look at the college football playoff, the New Year's Six games, and 
the best of the rest, as we call it, to close out the podcast. So enjoy. Happy holidays. We'll talk to you after Christmas on December 26th. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast. Happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. That gentleman right there, every day I get to sit next to him. It's like Christmas morning. That's Matt Humans at Matt Humans 247 on Twitter. I am Tim Murray at one Tim Murray, and uh, it is the bowl season. It is upon us, Matt. 
And uh, we love betting the bowl season. And let's jump right in to the college football playoff. And we'll start with a game that, if I told you preseason, that the TCU Horn Frogs will be playing in the college football playoff, you would have said what? Tim, you're crazy. <laughs> and you are crazy. That is true. Uh, but TCU is in the playoff. I think you can make a case that Alabama should be in the playoff. Tim, what would you make the line on Alabama TCU on a neutral field? Al- the results matter. And TCU's got one loss, and Alabama's got two losses on the last play of the game on the road. Uh, I, You know what? I'm not going to uh, complain about TCU being in the playoff because I think a lot of people would just get tired of the same old thing. Oklahoma, Clemson, Alabama. Uh, we got a little bit uh, different flavor to it this year with TCU in there. And uh, I think the, the big thing here is going to be for the Big Ten teams to finally show that they belong, Tim. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Ohio State, aside from 2014, when the Buckeyes made that big run with the uh, Ezekiel Elliott team, the Big Ten's been a big flop in the playoff. And Michigan was a flop last year. Now, you and I talked about this before. Uh, the Wolverines upset Ohio State. Then they took out a bad Iowa team in the Big Ten title game. And it was kind of like they'd ar- already won their Super Bowl. And when they got to the college football playoff, they didn't play with the same edge. I think it's going to be a different Michigan team this year because, uh, you know, a year ago they did get embarrassed. I think by Georgia in the playoff, they didn't really show up. They didn't show how good they are. And I think Michigan's going to be on, I hate the cliche, but more of a mission this time to uh, to win a national championship. And having said that, I'm not going to lay the points here because uh, I think TCU is actually um, tough enough on both sides of the ball to give the Wolverines a uh, struggle wire-to-wire here. This type of game, Tim, where I kind of feel like I don't condone betting teasers in college football, but this is one if you wanted to say you're going to knock Michigan down to minus two on a teaser, I'm not going to argue with you. I kind of feel like uh, the more I look at this game and dig into the numbers, that the the line is a little inflated, and I think Michigan's going to win this game somewhere in the neighborhood of three to six points. So the college football playoff, you mentioned that 2014 season, uh, Matt, and that was the year where Ohio State gets in. Uh, a lot of questions whether they not deserve to get in. And they go out, they beat Alabama. Steamrolled Bama. And then they hammered Oregon yeah. in the national championship. That was Cardale Jones yes. stepping in as quarterback. What, they won 59 to nothing over Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship mm-hmm. game to get in. Um, the reason I bring that up, though, Matt, is we've now had – Eight years of the playoff, so that means sixteen quarter or semifinal games. Yeah. Only three of those sixteen games have been decided by single digits, and one of them was that Ohio State Alabama game in twenty fourteen. Another was the classic that we got in the Rose Bowl in twenty seventeen between Georgia and Oklahoma, and and then uh, three years ago, which was a really good game, Clemson and Ohio State, where Trevor Lawrence probably had his best game as a collegiate athlete. Yep. Uh, brought Clemson back to win that game. Ultimately, they would lose in the national championship uh, to that just unbeatable LSU team. So you've got two spreads. We're going to get to the Georgia game uh, here in just a moment, Georgia and Ohio State, where that spread is sitting at 6.5, and and this one's sitting at 7.5. And last year, I felt like both teams 
both dogs were relatively public-ish dogs, and both never stood a chance. Now, I, I tend to agree with you. You know, Michigan, a lot of people anticipated some sort of drop-off, right, Matt? I mean, their season win total, if I mm -hmm. recall, was around 9.5, and, and they went 12-0 and 0 this year. I think Michigan had eight defensive starters go to the NFL. I mean, you had Aiden Hutchinson. You had uh, Ajabo, who right. would have been a first-round pick if he doesn't get hurt you know, yeah. training for the draft. Daxton Hill. And now you can make a strong argument that this team is better than last year's Michigan team. I think a lot of that has to do with the quarterback play. J.J. McCarthy has played a lot better as the year has gone on, taking over for Cade McNamara, who's now moved on to Iowa in the transfer portal. Let me ask you this, Matt, because I tend to agree, and I'll get into you know what side I'm leaning here in just a moment. How big of a loss is it that Blake Corum is gone? Blake Corum, 1,463 rushing yards this year, 18 touchdowns for the Wolverines was banged up going into the Ohio State game, what, played one offensive series, took, was out. Donovan Edwards was a guy that Jim Harbaugh talked about all preseason long, and then we didn't really get to see the full Edwards experience, so to speak. Last two games against Ohio State, 216, two touchdowns, 185 and a touchdown against Purdue. I don't want to say they don't miss Blake Corum because having two running backs of that caliber is a pretty nice thing to have. But how big of a loss is it, in your opinion, at least for the semifinal, that Corum is out? Well, to, in relation to the point spread, Blake Corum is worth zero to yeah, this exactly. number. Right. You know? And it's odd, sounds odd to say that when you're talking about a running back who's as great as he's been this year for Michigan. And he's going to be the probably the second running back taken in the NFL draft. Mm -hmm. Second or third running back draft. Yeah, so B. John Robinson of Texas being number one. We'll talk about him a little bit later in the show. But uh, I think as long as Donovan Edwards stays healthy, it's not a big deal. Let's say at some point in this game, Donovan Edwards gets banged up and has, has to leave. That's where you start talking about cluster injuries and where you really miss a guy like Blake Corum. When you got two dynamic running backs like that, uh, then you have a safety net. Uh, but So... Is this Michigan team as strong as it was going into uh, late in the season before Blake Corum got banged up? I don't think so. But at the same time, as long as Donovan Edwards continues to run like that, it's not going to make a big difference. You know, I, I think back, and I'm not comparing Texas to Michigan. Texas, you could argue, overrated in the eyes of odds makers this year. They were laying a touchdown against TCU in a game that TCU completely dominated. Arguably, their best game of the entire season, TCU going in there, college game day, and, and really in holding Texas to no offensive touchdowns. Sure. But the question I have for you, Matt, is my vision is a little bit like last year's Alabama-Cincinnati game for, for TCU and Michigan in this regard. Alabama went into that Cincinnati game and said, you know what, we're just going to roll it up, roll up our sleeves, we're going to run Brian Robinson down your throat all game long, and ultimately they won that game, I think, 27-6. to Michigan, for a second consecutive year, won the Joe Moore Award, which is the best offensive line in college football. And I think as this game wears on, uh, Matt, I'd be curious to see the depth and how strong is TCU's defensive line. They showed well against Texas, but I just feel like it's a different ball game when you're going up against Michigan. And the question for me when it comes to TCU is, you actually saw in the Ohio State-Michigan game, I thought, Matt, that... Michigan can be had a little bit in the secondary. And Quentin Johnston is going to be a first-round pick, the wide receiver for TCU. Can Max Duggan and Johnston have that type of connection that gives them some big chunk plays that 
comparing it to last year's Alabama-Cincinnati game, Cincinnati was basically unable to do anything offensively against Bama last year. Yeah, and think about that. The quarterback for Cincinnati in that game is now starting in the NFL. Exactly. Uh, Desmond Ritter, who we're talking about. I, I actually think TCU can hit for some big plays here. If you go back to the Big Ten championship game, Purdue hit some big plays against Michigan. That was a 14-13 game at halftime. Maryland hit some big plays That's earlier right. in the year against Michigan as well. Um, and don't forget the Illinois defense mm-hmm. held uh, Michigan's offense down. Of course, that was a look-ahead spot to the Ohio State game the previous, uh, the following week. But uh, I don't think this Michigan team's bulletproof. That's what I'm getting to, and that's why if TCU – has a smart game plan and executes it well. I think the Wolverines are going to have to sweat this one out. Yeah, it could be a lot like the Big Ten title game where it's a close game at half and Michigan pulls away and kind of overpowers TCU like it did to Purdue uh, in that conference title game. But I don't just don't uh, feel comfortable laying the points here. And I think uh, you got to find a different way to bet Michigan aside from weighing seven and a half or eight. And uh, I'm considering taking the points. Actually, with TCU. If I do, it's not going to be a big bet, but I have a feeling TCU is going to uh, play well. I hope so. I really do. And it's funny. TCU has been a team. If you listen to our college football betting podcast, I think I bet against them five or six times. You bet against them. Of course. In the Big 12 championship game, the market moved against them. I I almost I'm curious if they become a popular dog here Mm -hmm. in the eyes of the betting public. You know, TCU at the end of the day, nine, three and one ATS against closing numbers. Michigan pretty darn good as well, eight, four and one ATS. Um, so you know, we will see. Hopefully, just for entertainment purposes, we get another competitive game because for the most part, these playoff games have been relative duds. Uh Joe Gillespie, the defensive coordinator for TCU. I remember uh that early November game. I took Texas, not, I didn't lay the points. I took them in a money line parlay and I, I felt like I never had a chance. I mean, they, Joe Gillespie in that game, the former Tulsa defensive coordinator that came over with Sonny Dykes when he got the head coaching job at TCU, I thought he had a spectacular game plan. So, you know, this is where you really start to see the coaching chops, right? Harbaugh's been here before. Uh, they had some changeover on their defensive staff. They have a new defensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator, but, you get now that full month to prepare, and this is where you see who is the superior coach. We'll get to that in the second final on the other side of the, or the second semifinal on the other side of the break here. But you know, as we head to break, who would you give the edge to coaching wise? Is oh, it Harbaugh? Gotta, yeah, it's got to be Harbaugh because of the experience, and uh, you know, I think Michigan learned a lot from going there for the first time last year and not being completely prepared for that game, and it showed. You know what's also ironic about this, Tim? That uh, Harbaugh came back to Michigan and had such a great year. He was trying like hell to get out he of Ann Arbor. He wanted the Vikings job. He wanted the Vikings job. He's wanted the Bears job. He wanted the Raiders job. He wanted basically everything but the Michigan job again. And he goes back and he does a great job. And he's moving on to another college football playoff. If the Wolverines take care of business, Matt, will they be facing the Ohio State Buckeyes? We preview the Peach Bowl, next right here on the College Football Betting Podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast. We keep it rolling. Merry Christmas to all. That is Matt Humans. I am Tim Murray. In-depth breakdown to tell you, yeah, I don't really have a bet <laughs> on the uh, first college football playoff. I don't know. I, I go back and forth. Like I make a strong argument for both sides to take the points, but then I just think back to the precedent that has been set that favorites just absolutely own these games. I mean, I'll tell you this, though. A couple years ago when you and I were working together and we previewed the New Year's Day showdown between Notre Dame and Alabama. I mean, that was the best bet and easiest bet we've ever made. Notre Dame plus 18. Never in doubt. I remember taking the points with the Irish, <laughs> doing a show here at Circa, and I was driving over to the Westgate, and 
I hate to say this, but I really wasn't even watching the road. I was watching the game on my phone saying, <laughs> get in the back door, trying to get that back door touchdown for the Irish. And that made the New Year's uh, New Year's Day a lot happier. Too. Never in doubt. Yeah. Hopefully we can have a similar uh, New Year's Eve. Hopefully we don't have to have a backdoor yeah. touchdown to rescue us. But uh, anyway, that's uh, those are some of the good memories when you actually do get the touchdown you need. Well, TCU and Michigan first up. That is the uh, that is the first semifinal, the Fiesta Bowl down there in uh, Glendale, Arizona. Right now, as we sit here, seven and a half point favorites are the Michigan Wolverines to the Peach Bowl, where this will be the third time this year, Matt, that the Georgia Bulldogs will be playing in their home field. I mean, uh, Mercedes Benz Dome down there in Atlanta, Georgia. They get Ohio State. Numbers sitting at six and a half. And this is interesting. I went back and looked. Did this touch seven? Well, I, I like to utilize Circa uh, mm-hmm. as, a, as a barometer from times. You know, when do numbers hit and do they get bought down? It hit seven for 30 minutes and then got gobbled up before sitting back down at seven and a half. And that's pretty much where we've been this entire time. Who knows if we get a you know an influx of Georgia money as we get closer to the games. We have seen these bowl games be steamed up quite a bit. But Ohio State is catching six and a half, a total of 62. You, know, you think back to the beginning of the year. I remember we had on uh, VEASAN primetime, Matt, we had Chris Andrews come on the day that he put out his game of the year lines over at South Point. And he had Ohio State as his highest power rated team. Now, obviously that has changed as the year played on and Georgia exceeded a lot of expectations and they're sitting here undefeated in the number one team in the country. But the fact that Ohio state is catching six and a half, can you make an argument that Ohio state is on sale or are they still getting too much respect? Man, that's a really good question because I've kind of debated that myself, by the way, I thought Ohio State was way overrated. No disrespect to Chris Andrews because he's a very sharp odds maker, but he's not the only one. A lot of people were saying uh, Ohio State's three points better than Bama, blah, blah, blah. How do you know that? What what makes you um, feel so certain that that's an accurate rating? I was never buying into the Buckeyes being the dominant team that a lot of people were. And why, Tim? Because I watched them get push, pushed around, physically beaten down by Michigan in that game at the end of last season. And I also felt like that Ohio State had a lot of, a lot to prove coming into this year, and I, w- I was not going to rate the Buckeyes uh, ahead of Bama or Georgia necessarily. Now, you know, it's, it's an interesting matchup here because uh, Georgia's more of a, a physical, I'd say substance over style type of team, and I think uh, Ohio State's a finesse style over substance type of team. And in most of those sorts of cases, you're going to want to side with the Georgia in this matchup. That said, uh, you're right. At Circa, this number hit 7, and it was there from on December 5th from 1.31 p.m. to 2.04 p.m. Uh, so it didn't last long. And I know some very sharp bettors who are just waiting for that 7 to show up again because they love Ohio State in this game. They're going to pounce on the points. I know uh, on the VSIN email uh, i'm down for a play on georgia minus six and a half i never made that play so i need to get that taken off the decent email i don't know we need how, to amend it i don't know how that ended up on there who put it on there but i have never put out a play on this ohio state georgia game uh so i want to get that taken off but 
I think at seven, I would take a look at the Buckeyes here, uh, but I'm not crazy about it because of what I said about the physical team and the finesse team. And uh, I haven't been buying into the Buckeyes the whole season. Tim, they trailed. Uh, you know, I took the points with Penn State. That was another crazy game. They trailed at yeah. Penn State 21-16 early in the fourth quarter and then just had a bunch of fluke scores and things uh, kind of got away from them. There have not been that many games against quality opponents where Ohio State's really impressed you well, this season. And, and that's where I, I find Georgia to be kind of the fascinating side here because, yes, they did not play well and arguably maybe should have lost on the road at Missouri. Oh, you boy. know, you shrug your shoulder and say, what? How, yeah. how did that happen, right? right. Slept walk through a, a road game against Kentucky, won that game 16-6. to But if you look at their three biggest games of the year, week one against Oregon, 49-3. to Now, Oregon moved the ball in that game. Maybe the score a little bit misleading, but still, 46-point victory. They face Tennessee. They're laying north of a touchdown. Everybody's saying, oh, the number one team in the country is catching a touchdown? They dominated that game, 27-13. I know Tennessee had a chance to get in the back door late, but that was a dominant victory by Georgia. By the way, if Kirby Smart wanted to, if he kept his foot on the gas, Georgia could have won that game by 30-plus points against Tennessee. And then, Matt, they're up 35-10 to 10 at halftime. Oh, yeah. Now, one of the touchdowns for Georgia was just a horrendous special teams effort, Brian Polian, good job, by LSU. <laughs> uh, but the three yeah. biggest games of the year, they dominated. Yep. So that's what makes me think, all right, now Georgia, is Kirby Smart Getting into, because for a while it was Kirby can't win the big one. He always loses to Saban. Now here we are. They won the national championship last year. They've won the SEC this year. They're undefeated yet again. Is Georgia and Kirby smart? Are they getting into the realm, Matt, of you give them time to prepare? Good luck. Because that that's kind of the way I'm looking at this game where Ohio State's got a lot of talent. No Jackson Smith and Jigba. No Travion Henderson in this game. I think the injuries for Georgia should be cleared up by the time Lad McConkey got hurt in the SEC championship game. He should be back. They've got two dynamic uh, tight ends. And I, and I also think, is Georgia just a better version of Michigan? Like, yeah. they want to bully you. They want to pound you on both sides of the line. Mm -hmm. Are they just a better Michigan? I think that's a pretty good way to put it because it's, uh, if you put Georgia and Michigan on a neutral, you're going to favor Georgia. Sure. So, yeah. And they're, they're very similar teams in terms of style. And Georgia, I think, showed last year that it was much better than Michigan. So I would agree with that. Travion Henderson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, those were two guys that were, I, I think, probably projected All-Americans, right? Oh, yeah. First team All-Americans, maybe. Look, first, I second team. And that was a reason that a lot of odds makers like Chris Andrews had the Buckeyes rated higher than everybody else. You take those two guys out of the equation. Now, Ohio State's got plenty of depth and they got playmakers. We saw that a year ago in the Rose Bowl when Jackson Smith and Jigba. They had, they had guys out and you had Marvin Harrison Jr. step up. You had all sorts of receivers making big plays. This is a, a tricky matchup for me because I know – I. Some sharp betters I respect really like the Buckeyes in this game, but I don't. I really don't. I think you have to get at least seven to consider the bet. You're not taking six and a half. And <clears throat> when you're talking about finesse teams and physical teams, I almost always side with the physical team. 
And uh, that, that's why we've seen Michigan beat Ohio State two years in a row. That's why we saw Georgia beat up, Michi- uh, beat up Michigan a year ago in uh, the college football playoff. And I'm hesitant to play Ohio State here. And even. I know, and I know uh, our colleague on the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast, Adam Burke, uh, is, is a big Ohio State guy, but I think he questions Ryan Day a lot, a lot sure. right now. And By the way, to answer your question about Kirby Smart, no, I'm not going to put him in that category yet. I still think he makes some game management mistakes. He's very cautious with the lead. He sits on a lead. He's, a lot, he's way too conservative, more conservative than he needs to be. Uh, I think he's had incredible talent to work with the last couple of years. All you got to do is watch the NFL draft. They lost like, 15 guys, yeah. Matt, to the NFL draft, <clears throat> and yet here they are, 13-0 and and a six-and-a-half-point favorite. And they could lose 15 more guys to the NFL draft this year. I mean, that's how – I think they've done an incredible job recruiting, right? Georgia has kind of uh, – Yeah, they're one, two, uh, one or two every single – Not kind of closed the gap. They have closed the gap on Alabama. And yeah. uh, Kirby Smart's kind of running that program in the way that Nick Saban did, so, even though Saban's uh, – a much better head coach, much better game manager. As we're about to hit a break here, Matt, you would, if forced, you would look to take the points with TCU, but you would, I, I would, of the two, I'd probably lay it with Georgia, even though that seems like the public side. And yeah. I saw some betting splits all over Georgia. It seems like that number there, we've talked about it all the time. It almost feels like it's 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 a bit of a trap. So we will see. We'll revisit this game and the other New Year's Six, uh, the other New Year's Six games on the other side of this break. That's Matt Humans. I'm Tim Murray. Stick around. It is the Vsin College Football Betting Podcast. Those New Year's Six games. We'll break those down for you next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast. Alongside Matt Humans, I am Tim Murray. It is our VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. Just had some time to break down the college football playoff semifinals on New Year's Eve. Ringing in the new year. At least I don't have Jimmy Kimmel part of those. Remember those first couple of years? They were like, oh, a new tradition. New Year's Eve. Bring in the new year. I'm like, yeah, it's not going to work. But hey. <laughs> We got football. We're happy about that. And uh, we'll revisit those semifinals uh, to, to close out the program here. But let's get to the New Year's Six games. We'll start. We'll go in order. And the first one on the schedule is Friday, December 30th, Matt, down in Miami. It's Clemson taking on Tennessee. It is now Cade Klubnick time. I think many, including you and I, would say it's, it's about damn time yeah. that it is Cade Klubnick time. You saw him play and, and play well against uh, North Carolina, which you're a quarterback with a pulse, you usually can play well against the North Carolina defense. And maybe we'll talk about who they're facing uh, later on in bowl season as well. Clemson laying six and most spots, some five and a halfs out there. We're showing five and a half there at DraftKings as we record this. Taking on Tennessee. No Hendon Hooker for Tennessee out with the ACL. So that means it's Joe Milton time. Jalen Hyatt, who has had a hell of a year and was the Blitnikoff winner. He is, uh, he is out. Uh, 67 catches, 1,200 yards, 15 touchdowns. Cedric Tillman, who dealt with injuries this year, uh, he has opted out as well. 37 catches, 417 through the air, three touchdowns. That was in six games. As for Clemson, we know DJ Uyunglele is in the portal. Miles Murphy, their first-round edge rusher, he's out. Trenton Simpson is out as well. But a handful of other guys, Matt, for Clemson are, as of now, expect to play. Brian Brissee. KJ Henry, Tyler Davis, they're all practicing. Certainly they could opt out, you know, right before the game, but as of now, it seems like a good chunk of this defense is still around. So Clemson laying five and a half against a Tennessee team that as the year went on, 
you think, man, they have to feel like you were on the precipice of maybe winning a national championship, and now you go to the Orange Bowl, your starting quarterback's gone, your two top wide receivers are gone, uh, their, their offensive tackle, Darnell Wright, is going to the draft but says he's going to play. Any way you're looking in the Orange Bowl? I would look at Clemson or pass. And I, I'm thinking about playing Clemson here because what you said, more guys are opting in on the Clemson side. If you think about the Alabama-Tennessee game and all the big plays that Hendon Hooker made and the receivers, he's got – Tim, that's all gone. Mm-hmm. This is a stripped-down version of the Tennessee offense. And at full strength, it's not really that good of Vols defense either. That's a, that's a Tennessee defense that allowed – 63 points, and that loss to South Carolina late in the season. Uh, so I think that all that momentum the Vols had after they beat Alabama, it's lost. Uh, their offense is not going to look the same. Uh, and Clemson's got better recruiting classes year after year, year after year to back it up. I think there's a lot more talent in that program. So I think uh, when you have guys opting out or transferring, Clemson can just plug new guys in there. I don't think Tennessee's program's at that stage. And I think, quite the, yet, so. and for me, I think Matt, the motivation is actually with Clemson. We I do the, too. We have the schedule up for those Plus of you, you got watching. The new quarterback that you mentioned, exactly, and he played very well. And this is kind of the start. This is the jump start of of the Cade Klubnik era. Right. Five star recruit. People said after the Georgia Tech game when he played mop up duty, get him in. And I said that too. <laughs> yeah. And it waited. And I'm and I'm thankful. Thank you, uh, Dabo, for for keeping DJ in because I got to enjoy Notre Dame ripping you from limb from limb because your <laughs> offense was utterly worthless. And now I think there's excitement there. Uh, I, I would look that way as well. Clemson, uh, anything under a touchdown, I would I would mm-hmm. tend to agree in this spot. Last thought here. Look, Joe Milton. Remember, I remember a couple years ago the the buzz about Joe Milton at Michigan and, and what he's going to be. He's I think Patrick Mahomes was mentioned in the same breath as, as Joe correct. Milton. Yeah. No, 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 I don't think so. So uh and as you mentioned, no Hyatt, no Tillman. Uh yeah, it would be Clemson or pass for me, especially if those defensive players are gonna play. Brian Brissy's a first round pick. Mm-hmm. And if he's gonna play in this game, I mean that's something uh something to keep an eye on. All right, let's move to the New Year's Eve. I think you have a play on this one. Um, this is surprising. Uh, I was very surprised because this number got down as low as three. It's Alabama taking on Kansas State under the assumption that when we found out the news officially about Bryce Young, Will Anderson, and others, they wouldn't play in this game. Right. Well, Bryce Young's playing. Will Anderson's playing. Jameer Gibbs is playing in this game. So you're now looking at the number starting to move back towards a touchdown against Kansas State. Motivation... It seems like Alabama is going to be motivated with these guys playing their final game for uh, for Nick Saban, but obviously Kansas State has to be thrilled to be in this spot to take on Alabama early kickoff. This will kick at I believe 11 a.m. local there on New Year's Eve. Matt, anything on the Sugar Bowl? That's awkward too, isn't it, Tim, to have uh, Bama playing on the same day as the college football playoff sem- semifinals, <laughs> but not in the playoff. Not in the playoff, yeah. Uh, I'm stunned, actually, that Will Anderson and Bryce Young are going to play in this game. And uh, hey, I'm one of those guys who likes to see players uh, finish what they started. Uh, don't quit on your team, things like that. And I also see the other side where you have to make a smart business decision. 
Tim, these guys are going to be top 10 picks, maybe top both top five picks in the NFL draft. I cannot believe they are playing in the Sugar Bowl. I'm very surprised. Absolutely can't believe it. Bryce guess, Young's going to be the number one pick. I guess that shows the influence of power of Nick Saban to get these guys to play in the bowl game, and it's just stunning when you look at some of these other programs around the country who have guys who might be middle-round draft picks or late-round draft picks opting out of bowl games. Alabama's got two top five guys who are going to play. Uh, so – I'm actually looking for a way to kind of uh, hedge my position here a little bit on this. I took Kansas State plus five, and I don't like that bet so much anymore because I did not think Bryce Young and Will Anderson were going to be on the field. Now they are, and it looks like the Tide are going to show up, play with a purpose. not going to be like the Sugar Bowl in 2009 when they lost to Utah or in 2014 when they lost to Oklahoma and got beat up in those games, and everybody said, well, Alabama doesn't care. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, apparently, these guys care about winning this game. Now, I think K-State, even if uh, both teams are full strength, can hang with Alabama. And Chris Kleiman's a hell of a coach, and the, this team's going to be fired up for this yeah. opportunity to play in this game. Don't forget, Kansas State's a legit Big 12 champion. Really should have beat TCU twice. Uh, probably should have won the game in Fort Worth early in the season. Uh, so I got a lot of respect for uh, this Kansas State team. That said, I've got plus five. I don't like to bet as much anymore because <laughs> Bama uh, is going to have its stars on the field, and we didn't think that was going to be the case. So, Tim, I, I might end up playing something here like an Alabama-Michigan money line parlay or mm-hmm. something like that on uh, on New Year's Eve, too, to hedge my position and a little hopefully- bit. Yeah, you can take the points with K-State, and you can take the points with TCU, too. Yeah. Let's make it. Uh, let's make everyone happy. You know, it's, it's that time of year. It's that it's a time of perpetual hope that we're hoping for uh, that we can get that cover. All right, January second, Matt Cotton Bowl, Tulane taking on USC. Jordan Addison will not play in this game for the Trojans. Caleb Williams, I don't know if he'll play or not, but he has to come back another year. So this isn't a situation where he'd be opting out and not mm-hmm. playing. Uh, as for Tulane, look, it's all systems go there. Tajay Spears is a beast. And if you watched USC's defense against Utah in the Pac-12 championship, good luck carrying, uh, bringing down this guy. Obviously, Travis dies an injury and a big loss there for uh, for USC. They lost him, you know, earlier in the season. Numbers pretty low, and and I'm curious, Matt. And as we sit here and recording this here at Circa, USC is down as low as one. So it's it's very interesting that the market's sitting at two and a half, but Circa's at one. Right. Maybe they know something we don't know. If Kayla Williams doesn't play, do we see USC as an underdog here? Is that what we're waiting for? Because, once again, eligibility-wise, he can't go pro, but he is still dealing with that hamstring injury. And I know people have mentioned, I think Chris the Bear Felica mentioned this before, um... C.D. Lamb went out, warmed up for Oklahoma, and then was in street clothes. So could we see a, a playing coy situation by Lincoln Riley January 2nd? I wouldn't be surprised. With Jordan Addison sitting out, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, you get to game day and the USC announces, hey, Caleb Williams is not going to play in this game. I don't know if, uh, if the circuit number is an indication of that, if these guys – Matt Metcalf and his staff expect something like that to happen. It could just be – liability where they've taken some sharp money mm-hmm. on uh, the other side, and that's why the number is where it is. I kind of like TCU in the game. I don't think you're going to have – Tulane? Huh? Tulane? Oh, Tulane, sorry. Kind of like Tulane. 
I don't think you're going to have much motivation on the USC side. Like you said, the defense is bad enough. Hey, this team got beat up in the Pac-12 championship game and outscored 44-7. to I think you had that right. You actually played Utah in that game, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, Utah pounded uh, USC after falling behind early in that game. And not a lot of people know uh, the details of how good the Green Wave are either because you yeah. got Michael Pratt, quarterback who's got 25 TD passes, five picks. Like you said, Tajay Spears, who's a stud running back. All right, we got more on this game and the granddaddy of them all. Stick around. One more segment to go on the College Football Betting Podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma 
delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast. Happy holidays alongside Matt Humans. I am Tim Murray. It is the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. Working our way through the New Year's Six and uh, just wrapping things up on January 2nd. Cotton Bowl down there at Jerry's World. Tulane, a slight underdog against USC. And I always wonder, too, and we joked on our first podcast of the bowl season when Adam Burke joined us in studio, the buzzword was motivation, motivation, motivation. You hear it all the time. USC was a win away from making the playoff. And not that the Cotton Bowl is some slouch of a bowl game, but this is what the group of five aspires to, essentially. I know Cincinnati got to the playoff last year, but this is really the the goal to get to a a New Year's Six game. And you've got a chance to play USC. Caleb Williams is banged up. He was a one-man band. I mean, what's the record of USC if it's... Not to knock Michael Pratt, but what if Michael Pratt is USC's quarterback and you know Caleb Williams is somewhere else? They're not, in my opinion, a twelve and one or what are they, eleven and two football team. So that's yeah. why I, I would tend to agree with you, Matt. I would mm-hmm. tend to agree. I haven't bet Tulane yet. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, especially if we get that you know last second news that Caleb Williams isn't playing. That would not surprise me at all. So just be careful you. if you're if you're yeah. laying the points with USC. Another thing that wouldn't surprise me is that if Caleb Williams does play, Tulane still wins the game. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Jordan Addison not going to be out there, like you said. Die's been gone. He was a top running back. Travis Die was most of the year. I just think we talk about motivation being such a uh, important handicapping angle in the bowl season. It's all with the green wave. In this game, Tim, this is a, a big a big game for a Green Wave team that proved it was legit this year. And uh, went to Kansas State. I think that cheap number is is just kind of begging the betting public to uh, lay it with USC. I'm more inclined to take it here. I think I'm I might end up taking the points with Tulane as a play. All right, final one uh, of the New Year's Six. Let's go to the Rose Bowl, as Keith Jackson called it, the granddaddy of them all. Utah for a second straight year. In the Rose Bowl, they are the Pac-12 champions taking on Penn State. I'm a bit surprised, and I think it's making me a little nervous, why this line hasn't gone over three. Because I like Utah here. I know you like Utah mm-hmm. here. But this line and not really budging past that key number of three is is making me scratch my head a little bit. Yeah, I'm not that confused by it just because I know some sharp betters who like Penn State in this game. and. I uh, think the Nittany Lions and, uh, you know, if you look at the power ratings of Utah and Penn State, very similar. I've got Utah rated like three and a half points better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also think that I'm going to say the Utes, uh, it's not not necessarily payback to the Big Ten, but I think they have a score to settle. Last year, Utah had four separate 14-point leads against Ohio State in that Rose Bowl, blew, blew all those. Cameron Rising, the quarterback, got knocked out. And Ohio State came back to win the game 48-45. Uh, 
this Nittany Lions team not as talented as those Buckeyes. Top defense player Joey Joey Porter Jr., the corner, Out. is going to skip this bowl for the uh, draft. I think Utah's in much better shape in terms of uh, personnel that's going to play in this game. And uh, I'll take Kyle Whittingham over James Franklin any day. And I know how much this game means to Kyle Whittingham and to win it this time, going back to Pasadena. But I don't think it's going to be easy, Tim. Uh, I think Utah probably wins the game somewhere in the three to seven point range. And uh, that's why I'm not too surprised we haven't seen. We saw the, I actually saw the number open pick and uh, went from pick on that first day to as high as three, never got to three and a half, right? Yeah. I see. think we're seeing two, two and a half in the market. Pretty now. much two, two and a half. Um, yeah. I, you know, from what I understand, and this, I don't think it should come as a shock, but. You know, Kyle Whittingham, he really wants to win a Rose Bowl. Yes, he, he does. Really wants to win a Rose Bowl. And, you know, they gave it their best effort last year, mm-hmm. but they got Jackson Smith and Jigbud. I mean, he went off in that game, yeah. as did CJ Stroud. I just don't know what Penn State is, to be honest. You mentioned Joey Porter's out. I mean, their best win this year is at Purdue in the season opener. You know, a game that you and I both took to points with the Boilermakers. I think, I think is the, it on the uh, road at Auburn? Oh, I didn't take the points with Purdue in that I game. thought you did. No, nah, I did. Yeah. Nah. No, I was all over Penn State money line in that game, but that was one of those games where you should have cashed the ticket with Purdue and the points. I went to the the counter and I said I I should cash this, and they they said to get out of my face. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't know no, I thought the win at Auburn was pretty impressive. For they Penn they State dominated that early game. in the year. Penn State had some other good wins. You're talking about a ten and two team. It's not a bad team uh, that led Ohio State early in the fourth quarter. Sean Clifford playing his uh, final college game. I think you're going to get a great effort from him here, but. I still like Utah, and this is one of my best bets. I played Utah a little bit at Pickham. When I could get down when I opened, I played Utah again at minus two. Dalton Kincaid is out for this game, declared for the draft, dealing with a ton of injuries late in that season. Yep. Uh, Tavion Thomas, also, he's he was out due to injury. He declared for the draft, so those are out for Utah. As for the opt-outs, you mentioned Joey Porter Jr., uh, also out Parker Washington is out for uh, Penn State, uh, 46 catches, 611 yards, and a touchdown. All right, Matt, let's wrap it up. Bowl games in between Christmas and New Year's, even those, you know, a little bit after. We'll run through your plays. Uh, we'll call this the best of the rest and uh, some games that intrigue you. I know uh, we have a graphic for those of you watching with us, uh, but we are also on uh, podcast form here. So, Matt, uh, fire away the best of the rest for you. Best of the rest. Let's go to the Pinstripe Bowl, Tim. Ooh, How baby. about that? I attended the Pinstripe Bowl once upon a time. Were you the sideline reporter? No, or you just I, uh, took your family to the game? Uh, my wife and I went to uh, a memorable one, Notre Dame and Rutgers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. very memorable 2013 Pinstripe Bowl. All right, I'll make it quick. Two, yep. of the, two of the nation's top running backs were set for a showdown in this game at Yankee Stadium. Only one is going to play, and that's why Minnesota is a 9.5, 10-point favorite. Mohamed Ibrahim is going to play for the Gophers, and Sean Tucker, uh, star running back for Syracuse, not going to play. And uh, really, when you look at these teams, they were headed in opposite directions. Syracuse started 6-0, lost 5-6. Minnesota won four of its final five down the stretch, and P.J. Fleck is a master motivator. He's uh, 3-0 in bowls as coach of the Gophers. I think this is a spot to play the favorite. And look, under the total of 42, I don't think Syracuse is going to get much offense generated here against a uh, Gophers defense that ranks fourth in the nation in scoring, 13.3 points per game. Let's go, um, 
I, I played a half unit on Minnesota laying the points and a half unit under the total of 42 in the pinstripe bowl. Well, while you uh, while you rifle through yours, I'll give you one real quickly. Okay. I played this one at uh, as a money line price. It's moved in my favor, which I like, but which I hate giving it out at this price. But I'm still going to roll with the Blue Devils of Duke. Uh, the Military Bowl mm-hmm. in Annapolis, December 28th. This will be at 2 p.m. Eastern start time. Duke UCF. UCF, without their backup quarterback, who's proven to be important uh, with the injury concerns to John Reese Plumlee. Mikey Keene has transferred to Fresno State. UCF's offensive coordinator has also departed to go to North Carolina. Uh, Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste, their star linebacker, has hit the portal. He's gone. Ryan O'Keefe, 73 catches, gone. And uh, cornerback Devontae Brown, also gone. Motivation, key word of the day, uh, Duke will have it. UCF, they were this close to playing USC in the Cotton Bowl and said they have to go to Annapolis and play Duke. Give me the Blue Devils. I will. Uh, I laid the money line. I'll lay the three here still at this price, Matt. All right, Tim, all I want for Christmas is to cash some tickets. That's what I want, too, baby. uh, In the next week or so. (laughs) I'm going to go with, uh, and I bet this, I played Washington plus six against Texas. This was one where I did get get it right. I expected B. John Robinson, the Texas running back, to opt out, and he did. Um, Michael Penix, who leads the nation in passing yards, Washington quarterback, is returning. And uh, there are a lot of things. I and think the that, Texas backup Johnson has also opted out right. too. So uh, I, I'm with you. Just I'll just say ditto to what Matt said because I'm with Washington as well. Yeah, even though the game's in San Antonio, I don't think the uh, Longhorn fans are going to be uh, too fired up for the Alamo Bowl again. I do like Washington over Texas. Uh, how about LSU? I actually played <laughs> this at minus eight. I anticipated Jeff Brom when that Louisville job came open that he was going to take the. Uh, he was going to take it, and he was going to lead Purdue. And I thought that could lead to – I wrote about this on vcin.com on that day uh, before Brom took the job that if he did, Purdue was going to have transfers, opt-outs. I didn't think it would be as bad as it is now. Uh, but it, there's, it's a skeleton crew that the Boilermakers are going to take to the Citrus Bowl. I don't think LSU is highly motivated for this game either, but it might not matter because it's kind of like Purdue's B team here. I think you could still lay 14 – uh, with LSU, I would do it. I think it's going to be hard for Purdue to compete in that game on January 2nd. And, uh, Tim, is there anything else I've got? I think that's it. Okay. We got we got to get out of here. We got to go drink some eggnog and uh, get ready for the holidays. So there you go. Parting words, final 20 seconds, Matt Newman's. Is it Georgia and Michigan in the I championship? I believe so. Yes, I believe that's uh, the case. All right, that is Matt Newman's at Matt Newman's 247. I am Tim Murray. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get podcasts to the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. Happy holidays. We'll talk to you very shortly. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.